How do I start this thing? Have you plugged the bloody USB in? Yeah, it's in. Nah, man, that's the wrong port. Oh, wait, it's flashing now. Is it? Re- oh, wait, it's recording. Well, let's start this thing, Paul. Hello, everyone. I'm Amelia. Hi, I'm Sam. Welcome to Ask the Duo podcast, a podcast where we get deep into those late night, unfiltered conversations. We'll be discussing all things lifestyle, relationship, mindset, and more. All right, let's get to it. back hello 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 we have anita here still and for those who haven't checked out her first episode with us on hustling as a woman in banking and finance she is sam's sister and this one we're going to talk about family and keeping them close so i really wanted to ask you guys this because i can see the dynamics in your family for the both of you and you guys definitely operate a lot different to like what a typical Asian family culture would be like and I've really really appreciated that so I'll just ask a little bit around that and your thoughts and values around keeping your family close all right so as most Asians growing up can relate like being close with your family and your parents is not really a thing like a lot of people would typically say like I don't talk to my parents about personal things Mm. and stuff like that so was it always like that for you both or was it something that you had to build up over time and just get out of your comfort zone and start talking to them about personal life and updates for our family we're a very small family right so when we sort of grew up Like our parents will talk to us about certain things sometimes, but just even between Sam and I, we we talk all the time. And I think it's really important to encourage that in a family because, I mean, I I talk to my mum every day. Yeah. Even now, and I think it's, it's really important to always check in with each other and I think that's what we've always had in our family even when you were young and stuff your mom yeah, was absolutely. always talking to you yeah she'd talk to me she probably wouldn't talk to me deep and meaningful as I would now I think the older you get you, you tend to sort of open yourself up a bit more and I think for me like we've we've always been very close that's really good yeah, yeah. I think my experiences I feel that in the earlier days we probably weren't like not saying me and Anita, my sister. I'm not saying that we weren't close, but the parents definitely noticed that in the earlier days, parents weren't as close. They were still talking to us, mm. but not on a deeper level mm. that we are now. Yeah, like I could pull mum and talk to her about my stuff or whatever mm. I want to talk about on a real deep level. Yeah, and she's understanding. Mm. Whereas I feel that if we were to do that back then, I don't think they could comprehend. Mm. the conversation and maybe not understand where we are coming from yeah but in saying that i do wish that we did attempt to do those conversations back then just to see what it was like just because i'm curious Mm. so what kind of inspired you guys to open up more to your parents Well, I guess for me personally, I mean, Sam and I, we're nine years apart, right? So um, from an age perspective, I have had attempts to talk to my parents back then, Mm. um, only because I was older. 
Um, and especially when my dad was, was around, um, I could talk to him about anything. I could talk to him about, you know, my work struggles, my university struggles, you know, um, things that I'm sort of trying to deal with. And, and, and my dad was, was very open. My dad was very much, oh, maybe you should think about this. Maybe you should think about that. But that was because I've, I have a, a much stronger relationship with my dad because I was a little bit older. Whereas Sam, who was much younger at the time, he probably wasn't mature mm. to have those conversations yep. with my dad and, and my mum. So I think it was at different levels. I was lucky enough to be able to have that conversation with, with my dad and, and I think it, it just developed over time for me. No, yeah. that's really good. What about you? Like, What inspired you to try and open up more? Yeah, so... 100% in terms of what my sister was saying, I feel that back then I was definitely immature. Mm. Fucking 100%. Like I look back at myself it's and I want to punch story, myself guys. in the fucking face. Neither I would like punch nodding 100%. Yeah. 100%. I'm like, even I look back and I'm like, oh, I was the biggest fucktard. Like, <laughs> he was, 100%, guys. Dude. Honestly, he was. Like, yeah, putting boogers on the wall. That's oh, one no. Good example. There's, there's also one thing he used to do to me, stresses me out. He <laughs> used to go off on his skateboard or his yeah. bike. Oh, yeah. And he would go for hours. Yeah. And my parents would call me and be like, oh, what's, when are you coming home? And I'm thinking, what do you mean? I'm at uni. I'm, I'm coming home now. And he's <laughs> like, your brother's gone missing. You got to go find him. <laughs> and I used to drive through every street, <laughs> Carindale. Because we were building a house at the time and we rented this place at Carinda and I used to drive through every single – went around so I was (laughs) looking for him. (laughs) Most stressful time of my life and I'd be like, get in the car, you little shit. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Get like one of those megaphones. No, I hear her drive and she's like, oi, shithead, get in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was so funny. Actually, I did that once, like me and my brother – because back then in the 90s, all you could really do is go to the park, right? Yeah. yeah so me and my brother, we go to the park because we were kids where we always had to do homework, always had to study. So, like, when we get to actually go out, we'd go out. Yeah. And we stayed at the park and it was, like, nighttime. And I don't think we noticed because we were, like, kids. You're playing And then, yeah. like, my stepmom would be, like... She popped out of nowhere while we're like having so much fun. Probably like five hours is fine. She's like, "What the hell are you guys yes. doing? Get back here! Yeah. It's time for dinner." Well, our whole shit went in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> run. Yeah, so I can relate to that though. Yeah, I just tee off what my sister said. So I obviously knowing that you had the chance to talk to dad on a deeper level. Yeah, that's probably one of the biggest things that I wish that I had. Yeah, was to pick his brain. Yeah. Mm. Obviously, maturity level was mm. the issue, obviously, but that was one of my biggest things. As I said, I wish that I could sit down and actually have a conversation with him mm. outside from the basic conversation. Yeah. And I would love to know because I hear so many stories about dad mm. from like my family friends, mm. you know, the guys that I ride with, ride or die with them. Mm. You know, yeah. They tell me about stories of yeah. dad yes. and like yes. their dad riding with my dad mm. and that sort of shit. Yeah. So understanding what he was like from a third person's perspective, it makes me wonder shit what was it like or yeah. what it could be like if I could sit down and sit with him and mm. talk to him. Yeah. So did you want to explain a little bit to the listeners about what happened like with your dad and stuff? Okay. So 
my so our our dad passed away 2009 yeah so he had cancer in the stomach he basically had the operation and then chemo after that and then two years later basically came back and it spread throughout his entire body yeah 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 very sorry to hear though yeah so 51 yeah young very very young he's a young buck yeah yeah so and he, he just retired too so he was you know looking forward to retirement and everything else and yeah i was i was pregnant with jasmine at the time yeah that would have been hard to juggling all that and taking him in and out of the hospital and yep. juggling this little guy over here yeah <laughs> oh look and even from my perspective I was 18, 19, so I obviously was going through my own battles as a teenager. Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, trying to comprehend my situation as well as dad's situation was very difficult. And mm. seeing – I think the difficult part was seeing mum's side. Yeah, mm, definitely. Because mum always spent time with dad all the time. Yeah, she like never did always together, yeah. went out together. Yep. Yeah. She was she was like the ride or die mum kind of thing. Like she yeah. she was like, yeah, I'll do whatever you do. Let's do it. Whatever. Mm. whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So seeing mum going from that situation to something that's like, okay, that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, now she's just on her own, independent, yeah. or that has was, to learn to be independent. Yeah, yeah. and that was the, the harder situation because it was just – because I, I live with mum still, mm. so seeing mum go through shit yep. every day was fucking eye-opening because mm. it's just like, you know, she's not the same. So do you think that this situation is what also brought you guys even closer together? I think so. I think so too, yeah. Yeah. So for me personally, I see a lot of my dad in my bro and I think everything that he sort of does and, you know, the way he sort of manages his life and things like that is is very much reminds me of my dad. And I think because of that, I feel my mum feels the same way yeah. in terms of, you know, his – like my dad was my mum's life. Yeah. She she knew nothing else. You know, she had to go from living on her own to making decisions on her own and she couldn't make decisions on her own. And I think I took my mum and my bro in for two years as well, so they lived with me. Yeah. And just sort of giving them that opportunity to really reevaluate their entire life and and how they sort of want to live their life as well that was hard for me that was hard for me to watch both of them go and through growing your family and too. growing my family and having a career and you know money wise have to pay the bills so like it was it was a tough time it really yeah. was how did you navigate through that kind of challenging time look I, I think it really helped the fact that I can talk to my brother and I can talk to my mum. Yeah. I, I feel like it's just second nature to me. Yeah. And we've always been brought up on the fact that family is always comes first. Yeah, that's what no I really happens. appreciate about your family because that's completely opposite 100%, of ours. Yeah. 100%. Like we will drop everything to be like, what do you need? Yeah, that, no, that's really good. And even at our wedding when you were just saying, like, everyone here, we're all family and if you need, just reach out. Like, that was, to me, that was, like, really special, like, because um, I've never heard that in our family. So that was yeah. that's what I really appreciate about you guys. 
so from typical Asian values, it's more like discipline, hard work, frugality, and like high achievement. What do you say in your family? What's your core values that you guys hold the most? No, over to you, mate. Okay. <laughs> the biggest this is the first. Guy, yeah, this guy. Gee, just because I'm the eldest. Um, all right. So I think the biggest thing for me that dad taught both of us while growing up is you can't get anywhere without hard work. And that's in anything. Yeah. That's your career, it's your family, your marriage, you know, relationships with your brother and sister. You like, just have to put in the work. You have to put in the hard work. Mm. So I'm not going to sit here and I'm going to be like, my brother hasn't called me for like a month. Fuck him. I'm not going to call him, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. it's not like that. It's, oi, I need to talk to you. Yeah. I have this on my mind and I need to talk to you about that's it. That's really good though. And I think that's really, really important. Dad's always, always done that to us mm-hmm. and his friends around him. He helps people. Mm. You know, it's it's no matter how big or small the problem is, money is money, right? Mm-hmm. We we make money to spend money. Yeah, and that's uh, that's his mentality. Mm-hmm. That's his, and I actually really appreciate that life lesson that he's taught me. Yeah, is you know, no matter what happens, don't put don't put your mother in a nursing home. He always says to me, you take care of her, and yeah. you, know, you need to do this and you need to do that. It's the right thing to do, and I think that became the foundation of our family Mm. um and it's it's evident like when you've come into our family and when my husband comes into the family exactly the same Mm. you know we lift each other up we support each other no matter how low or you know no matter how hard you fall on the ground that's what my dad's always taught us yeah share every moment together you share the load because it's not just you know, you and me, it's no, we're a family and we, we face it together. Yeah, no, that's really good. And I think he'd definitely be proud that you, you guys are actually still keeping that as a core value as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's what mum always says. Every time she comes out, oh, you know, dad will be, you know, proud of you. And she'll like pat me in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, squeeze yeah. your arm, squeeze your muscle. Oh, muscle, yeah. too big. Huh? Yeah, she squeezes my arm and she's like, what? <laughs> but no, I, from my perspective, look, I was probably too immature or too young probably mm. to really like understand, as I said, you know, what was going on. But what I take from the earlier times of, you know, being around dad and mum, it's, you know, what my sister said exactly. It's like, you know, families first and you keep your best mates close to you because you need, you know, you need people. Absolutely. And one of the biggest things that he taught me was if you ever get into fights and stuff like that, here we go. You always <laughs> ha- always ride with your boys, yeah, and always have them there because you can't trust people mm. nowadays because mm. shit can happen at any point. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the one thing that I've also learned from you guys, or you especially, is that you really do lean on your friends. Like, yeah. if you need something, you actually reach out. Whereas my mentality is, no, I do everything alone. I don't reach out to anyone yeah. because I don't trust anyone. I can't lean on anyone. So I think I saw that and I'm like, wow, you can actually lean on people that you know. Yeah. And, like, it's not about the friends or I don't trust the friends. It's just that I don't trust I know something about it is just like I don't want to reach out and like mm. it's I just need to stick with it by myself. So I think that's really good that you are able to lean on other people. Yeah, hundred percent. And 
look, it, it's it's hard to find people, right? Mm. And that takes time mm. because when it comes to a point where you find someone, they stick to you like glue because, mm. you know, if their mentality, their walks of life is on a similar pathway, then they know exactly where you're riding as well. Mm. So it, it's, yeah, you, you just need that. Um, that friendship where you can just call and be like, yo, dude, I need backup. Mm. Let's go. Yeah, and I really appreciate how, like, you guys essentially redefined what family actually means for me because, like, I would see family as in, like, your brothers, your sisters, your mom, your dad, mm. but you guys consider your closest friends as family as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. I think my perspective on on, on that is – because dad was a refugee. Mm. So he came to Australia when he was about 18 and he used to tell me the story of, of coming on this massive boat, hundreds of people on it, and he only had the clothes that he was wearing. So he had to rely on people that weren't family who became his family. Yep. And he's always taught me that people deserve second chances and it's really important to take care of each other because that's, that's what the underlying rule is, isn't it? Because if you take care of someone, someone will take care of you. So it, it's okay to have trust issues, but you need to develop on that. Yeah. And you need to learn. And it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. It really is. Mm. But just sort of hearing his story and, and how inspired I was that he was able to do that because it's such a brave thing to do. Yeah. Pick up the newspaper and learn a completely different language. Yeah. And embrace the Aussie, you know, culture. Like that's what my dad was. Yeah. You know, it's gonna be an open book and just have a sponge and absorb yeah. everything. Yeah, and yeah. share share your culture and make sure where your heritage is from. But then also, you know, encourage us to to learn and to 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 have an education that you know maybe I wouldn't have had if we were back in Vietnam. Yeah, mm. you know, so it's um, yeah, it's inspiring to know that, and it sort of builds that core for your family. And when you guys eventually have a family, you can then instill that into your little ones as well. Yeah. And I think that's really important. Yeah, continue to grow that legacy. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I just know the family legacy or, or stories from other people, mm. right? So first and foremost, to, to know that other people know your dad and talk about your dad on a high level, mm. that tells you enough. Yeah, mm. and it's inspiring to hear. Yeah. yeah, yeah, especially when you know you you're with your friends, and then their parents come to you and, and talk to you about your dad, mm. and you're like, "Shit, that's like, cool. That's like hear. a whole new way of learning about your dad." Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, and it's crazy because like the amount of people that dad knew and developed just from the whole refugee side of things. Mm. Far out, man! Like I did not know how many people he knew. Mm. And like, how many people he helped. Mm. Yeah. And look, and to give you a random fact, I dated a chick and her parents knew dad. Yeah. And I was like, what the <laughs> hell, man? And they, yeah, and they were at dad's funeral and I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Yep. Even, so, even the baker down the road yeah. came to his funeral. 
That's really cool. Like, he's definitely, you know, built a really good community around. Yeah, he has. Everyone in the Asian community. Yeah. I just wanted to ask you for yourself, why is it important to keep your family close? Okay, so, look, outside of friends, uh, family is probably the number one thing to keep because- Absolutely. And it's not just, uh, like you said, your brother, your sister, your mother, your father. Mm. It's like your best friend, man. Mm. And to have the ability to have conversations on a deeper level with your sibling is huge. It's meaningful because- yeah, you may have come up from a same, you know, family, whatever it is, but your sister or your brother's walk of life is always going to be different. Mm. So, their experiences are going to be different. And to be able to sit here and have this conversation, yeah. they can talk to you and give you advice or whatever it is that you wanted to talk to. Mm. I think, you know, even with close friends that you can deem as family – you need that. You need to have people around you or surround yourself around a network where you can talk mm. to people. You can, you know, pick their brain. You can have fun with them, build experiences in life mm. with them. That's one of the biggest things that we overlook in life in general is experience. Experience is what makes life. Yeah, and it's nothing you know? that you can buy. Like experience is experience. Like you can make as much money as you want. If you don't use that time to build experiences, build relationships and mm. stuff like that, it's you're like, you know, you're not going to be able to buy that at any time. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And that's why I always say like, yeah, we like me and my friends, we may not see each other that much, but when we do, it's an, it's an experience. Yeah, You yeah, have absolutely. fun. You have, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You do those things together and, and make it memorable. Because mm. life's short, man. Sure is. So, that's just one of the biggest things that a lot of people don't realize. Yeah. Is, you know, family, friends, close friends, experiences is, it's massive. Yeah. And sometimes you just let life get the better of you and you forget about that. And exactly. You just let time kind of go past and you're like, shit three years have passed and I haven't even caught up with like a good yeah, friend or something exactly like that right. or like a cousin you haven't seen in so long. So it's definitely really good to keep those experiences. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What about you? What's important for you to keep family close? Look, it's part of my DNA, you know, like my family's my family. Yeah. Like I, I, put, I put my family in the center of everything that I do. I don't care what sort of gets in the way, but I, I guess it's because I've been able to have that time, that special time with my dad, that really makes me want that even more mm. because I, I want to be close to my brother. I want yeah. to be close to my mum. I want to I want to have a good relationship with you. And, you know, so I, I have my own aspirations and dreams, right, and... I know my dad's worked very hard to, ha- to, to get us in this situation. Everything that I have today and what you have today is because of our parents. Mm, and I think that's, but that's, that's one of the things that people have to remember yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. You know, like we, we have been given an opportunity yeah. to love one another and to be kind to one another. And, and it's should always be part of our dna it should always yep. be something that 
we encourage and we open ourselves up to that vulnerability and and to love more. Yeah, no, that's I think really, that's important. Yeah, that's really really good. Yeah, and to add to that, I think the issue nowadays is is no one communicates. Mm, I agree. Everyone's, it's all the digital world too. It's harder. Yeah, like people struggle to communicate. Yeah, with with times now, everything's all electronic. So there's a lacking of face to face. Yeah, you know what I mean. Conversation that sort of stuff, and a lot of people aren't open to communicate, mm. to talk, especially on a deeper level. I think challenging yourself to talk on a deeper level, you learn so much yeah. shit. Like things like I wouldn't have learned about dad if I didn't go and talk to like ask other people, other people or their parents, mm. and then they come to me telling me about dad like i wouldn't know any of that if i didn't actually go out there and make mm-hmm. that effort mm-hmm. so communication is a second thing you know what i mean like it's it's really important to mm. open your mouth and and talk yeah and have that curiosity wanting to get to know someone more too yeah 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 100 percent. was there any questions you wanted to ask for me it's more i can see the struggles that my sister went through mm because it it was a, a big change for her because that was your pinnacle point in life because yeah. you're like, what, mid-20s at the time. So obviously me going through that mid-20s and early 30s or whatever, that's where career path and family for yourself individually yeah, is, is a huge thing. So I can understand like how much shit that was going through your side when everything was happening Mm. and I always look back, I always reflect and go, fuck man, I wish that I was more mature. That's kind of hard. You you have such a massive age gap too. Oh yeah, yeah, 100%. Like Mm. age is obviously going to dictate your maturity level, but I wish like I was a bit more switched on because Mm. then I could have had conversations with yourself or I could have had conversations with dad, you know what I mean? Like in that moment in life to have that, Mm. I think that's what I wish I did. Yeah. I think it's hard, but as long as you've actually had those conversations and you're always, like, chatting to each other, I think that's more important than whether or not you had, like, deep conversations and stuff because you still had the time with your dad and still chat to oh, him yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, but, I mean, like, to to actually sit there and, and know firsthand where he yeah. experienced stuff. Hear the I think, stories. Yeah, I yeah. think that's, like, one of my things that I – that I wish that I had. And that's why I always make it really important to still talk to mum. Yeah, because absolutely. I like to pick mum's brain yeah, to see what she thinks. And give her shit. And give her shit as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, she gives me shit too. You know what I mean? Like, it's just these kind of moments, It's mm. you got to cherish them. You yeah. do. That's why I, I really like it as well. That's another thing is just seeing how close you are to your mum. And I've never had the way that your kind of relationship where you actually talk and joke around and, you know, give each other shit and your mom, like, gives you shit and stuff like that. I yeah. don't have that kind of relationship. Oh, yeah. and, and it's always, like, a mother-daughter or, like, father-daughter like kind authority. of... Like, yeah. authority. Yeah. It's always just been like that. And even yeah. if you wanted to open up, it's really hard. Like, in my family, it's hard to open up because... It's always just, I don't know, it's just not something where it can get into a deep conversation. Yeah. It's always just like, mm-mm-mm, and then you're like, cool, good chat. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and look, I I didn't have the kind of relationship with mum 
now. Yeah. Like I remember fucking when I was 18, 19, whatever it is, <laughs> I would feel awkward talking yeah. to mum. You know what I mean? Like it's you, you have the understanding that mum is mum. Mm. She looks after you, that sort of shit. Yeah. And you wouldn't really think about having conversations mm. with her, especially when it comes to more personal stuff. Yeah. And I think you did say that she was a little bit more like a tiger mom back oh, then hell as yeah. opposed to Fuck now. Yeah. Oh, dude. She used to be a fucking, yeah. But hell he, yeah. he was a big shit though. He was so <laughs> she bad. She needed to be. <laughs> well, yeah. And to see mum change as well is. Yeah, mum's changed a she's lot. She's changed so much, she's man. She's so confident now That's compared good. to what she was before. Yeah. And yeah. she she's just so much stronger. I think just to add to what you were saying, bro, is that I I felt very bad when I married my husband. Why? Because I was leaving my brother behind. Ah, uh, yeah. And and I, f- I felt that the closeness that we had drifted away a little bit because, you know, everyone was just saying, oh, you've got your own life now. You, you're going with your, your husband. You're going to create your own life. And then I felt like I was abandoning him. So... I felt really, really bad about that because my brother was my life. Like everywhere I go, he'd come with me. We'd go to movies and take him with me. You know, go to Carindale. We go. We go together. You know, we did everything together, right? Yeah. Well, he did say that he used to always like you. Always talk to him and Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I was going through my stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. My brother was like my rock. That's good. You know, so it was it was a very big transition for me because I had to go through that, mm. getting married, having children, not really being in, I guess, control of the situation. Yeah. So I've always had this regret with my brother because I, I kind of felt like he's now alone and he's had to sort of pick himself up and, and you know, sort of discover himself. Yeah who he really is which he, you know he's a great great person now he's i'm so proud of where he's mm. he's sort of gotten to and yeah. all all i could really say is that you know throughout all these experiences we still can push things to a side and still be able to talk yeah that's really you know, really call good. Each, each other out on bullshit and you know give each other shit and we laugh until we're like almost peeing out of pants <laughs> you know like and that's the kind of relationship that we yeah. want yeah. and we need yeah. because that's what life – life can get serious but life can also be fun at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Another thing is like from me, I hear a lot of people saying like age gap can usually create conflict because you don't understand, you know, someone is younger mm. and you guys have an age gap. I have an age gap with my siblings too but yeah. I see it like you guys. I've never saw the age gap or thought of an age gap as a thing and I've always just, you know, my siblings are my siblings. I still treat them all the same. So I wanted to see how you felt about that. Like did you ever see that age gap as a problem or some sort of – I never had an age gap problem with my brother except for when I – married my husband i i really felt that like he even said before he was very mature at the time there was a lot of things he just didn't understand and i was at a different point in my life too right so that's probably the life stage that i really struggled with yeah like i wanted to take my brother everywhere i wanted him to go (laughs) 
you know, with me no, yeah. no matter where I go. So, but I knew the reality of it is I couldn't. Yeah, and he needs to grow. And he needed to grow on his own and and I felt bad. I really did. I, I felt bad for him because he he was just so young at the time. But that was like the only That was challenge. the only time. That was the only time I personally felt that challenge amongst all of it like even growing up no problems I you know was only 12 and mum threw this you know six month baby at me I was just like ah you know so I loved it that's you good know? like yeah. my school holidays was just all about my brother and you know entertaining him and you know making sure he's okay and and growing up and and creating a lot of you know banter between us as well we really grew very very close and it was just obviously, you know, when I got married and had my own children, that's when we sort of drifted apart a little bit, but that was a life stage. What about you? Did you feel the age gap or were you just happy to, like, follow along? Oh, look, I don't think there was – I didn't feel the age gap, to be honest. I think, as my sister said, earlier on, having her talk to me and be her rock in some regard mm. – that forced me to mature in the earlier stages because I didn't understand the shit that she was going through. So, and it was an eye-opener for me because obviously you were a teen, like 18 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, it forced me to understand what females had to deal with and like go through. boy problems, yeah, yeah, girlfriend yeah, yeah. problems. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why, like, I was very empathetic earlier on to females because I understand the shit that my sister went through. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, you, and then, you got like, your thing? this little, like, five-year-old giving advice. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, like, in the early, earlier, like, years, definitely, I because I was always hanging around my sister yeah. and then her friends and shit like that, so mm. it didn't feel like I was a, you know, nine years younger than everyone else. I was yeah. just chilling, whatever. But then, yeah, in terms of, like, fast-forwarding to when you got married and that sort of shit, yeah, I mean, look, that was – honestly, that was just a stage in life. Yeah. Did you feel that struggle or were you just going with the flow, like, you're okay? Look, like I said all the time, I was immature as fuck, man. Like, dude, I cannot – I cannot, like, emphasize how fucked I was. Mm. You know what I mean? That was a pinnacle point for me too because – I hung around people. Mm. I hung around bad people. I had a choice to do something. And it was just luckily I, you know, my vent was cars. If it wasn't for cars, I don't think I'd be here. Mm. Like to be 100% honest. Yeah. Because I would have done, I would be in gangbang. I would have been fucking in jail, been killing people. Mm. Like I just got like around bad people. Mm. And at the same time, that was like all dad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was unknown territory for me too. So, did I feel the struggles of my sister? 100%. Because, yeah, I did feel that we did drift apart. But I also feel that Tom was definitely, Tom as in your husband, um, was definitely someone that was your mediator. Yeah. And I think if it wasn't for him, he wouldn't have made you realize to come back to reality in some mm. regard. So I think he definitely had a massive play to, I guess, that timeline. Because we're both hotheads. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems like he also, like from what I hear, he also did 
include you a lot too and like treated you as if you were like a younger brother as well so yeah and that's that's one of the biggest things like touching back at earlier what you were talking about like him coming part of the family like that was a huge thing that i noticed because i've seen him when you guys were dating and that sort of stuff <laughs> well you're like Ooh. yeah 100 yeah, yeah. percent. used to give me shit all the time <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, seeing where Tom has grown as well yeah. and him transitioning from his family to like our kind of family style, mm. a huge difference. His family was very, very similar to yours. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's a honky thing. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So seeing seeing Tom come from that point to like what we are now, mm. like it's, it's a huge eye-opener for me. Mm. And even sometimes like I sit there and go, fuck, if it wasn't for Tom, because he's so level-headed. He is so, so calm. He's very, like, chill. Very patient. And, yeah. he, and he will look at things like, okay, well, what's this situation or what's that situation? Let's mm. put it together and sort of work it out. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I've had conversations with him multiple times where he would talk to me on that, and I'm like, fuck, man, like, I, I really appreciate Tom. Yeah, that's like, really good. Genuinely. To have someone like that as well to help guide you even, you know, as family, that's oh yeah, really, dude, really good. Yeah, and especially like as my sister said, we're both fucking hot headed. Yeah, we are. We can fire up from zero to one thousand. Like I can easily, agree man. to that. Yep. So <laughs> yep. to have someone a part of, I guess, your life to to be level headed mm. is huge, man. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. No, that's really beautiful. I really like this chat and thank you both for your time about family talk. And <laughs> remember, for everyone out there, keep your family close. That includes all your close family and all your close friends as well. Yeah, and further to that, talk, hey, talk to your friends, like your close friends and your family, man, because family is not just your brother, your sister, your mother or your father, like... They could be your your best friends, man. It's just sounds like that yeah. Casey and JoJo song. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna sing that now? No, you? you're the you're the songwriter. Oh, no, no, you can no, sing. No, no. <laughs> All right, we'll leave it at that. And thank you again. Thank for your you. Time. Bye. Bye. See ya. Thank you so much. If you have reached to the end, we really appreciate you for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please share it with your friends or family, and subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you are listening to. Make sure you share any topics you'd like us to cover or questions you might have to our Instagram. Slide it into our DMs. Bigger, bigger. You can also stay in the loop of all the behind the scenes and the release of our new episodes there too. Our Instagram is Podcast. That's A-S-K-T-H-E. D-U-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Man, feels like I'm in a spelling bee competition right now. (laughs) Alright, that's it for now, and we'll see you back here for our next episode. Bye! See ya!